0: Podcasts have the power to change your life. And I'm hoping that this show with me, Anna Parker Naples, is one that you'll come to to feel a little bit better and a little bit happier. Because this podcast is positively influential. Hey! So today I'm talking about something that I haven't actually talked about on any of my podcasts in the past before, and that is the impact of menopause on me personally and how that then affects business and life. Now, I'm speaking about this right now because I'd listened to Davina McCall on Stephen Bartlett's podcast, The Diary of a CEO. And I was really, I guess, kind of impressed by the bravery that she gave and the courage that she gave in sharing what menopause had done for her as a really upbeat, public-facing woman and i have watched a couple of years ago I've watched her documentary that she released I think it was quite early days in lockdown which was a documentary all about menopause and how women are affected and then I've gone on listen to her audiobook menopausing and the whole book is filled not just with not just with her stuff and her experiences but also the science they brought a doctor should I say specializing in menopause for all the factual stuff and then a multitude of case studies and testimonials if you like or personal experiences from people who follow Davina. And I guess I was really inspired by listening to these stories. And I thought how important it is that we bring this out of the closet. And I was then thinking about, well, what is my podcast all about? Well, actually, what do I stand for? And for me, it's about honesty and showing you, not all of me, I'm sure there's bits that I'll I'll keep to myself, but showing you how things can be in my world and the steps that I've taken to rectify or improve circumstances for myself. So that's really where today's episode has come from. And at the moment, so I'm I'm trying to think like really where to start. So the menopause was not something that I ever learned about at school. I think, you know, once we'd got beyond, you know, testing out the, (laughs) having a look at the sanitary towels and seeing a condom for the first time when I was age 12 or 13 when having sex education at middle school. Not sure that I fully understood really the implications of changes for women that would be happening later on. Not sure that I would have cared particularly at age 12. And although, of course, we know the menopause is coming, we know that. For me, it was always going to be something that happens when you're a really old lady. And I'm now 45, and I do not consider myself a really old lady. There's certainly life in the old dog yet. But other than that, I didn't really have awareness of my mum going through. The change, as it was referred to. But what I did know was that I, at a young age, was hearing conversations about when my mum discovered she was pregnant with my younger brother and that she had assumed she was actually going through early menopause because, and this is the story that's been handed down, that early menopause runs in the women on my maternal line. I kind of knew that mum hadn't realised she was pregnant because she thought that something else was happening. And I just kind of had this seed planted that I was potentially going to go through menopause quite early. Now, I knew nothing really about menopause other than your period might stop and you might get a bit dry. And that was that. But what it meant for me was when I was about, I guess I was about 37, I started having really quite intense migraines. And I've talked about those on my podcast before. Now, they're hormone-driven. They are awful in that often I have to retract from the world for a couple of days. Sometimes it used to even be three or four days. Sometimes they would merely make me vomit. They start in a particular place in my head and then they move around. It's exactly the same pattern every time. And I have explored absolutely everything to manage these migraines. You know, Our drawers are stocked full of relief and migratane and things like that. But because it was presenting something hormonal, because there was something cyclical about it, that it was probably affected by my hormones and my cycle. So when I was about 37, I finally went to the doctors and just said, look, I've got to get this under control. And actually, I remember it was actually the day before my 37th. So I was 36. And the doctor very casually just said, yeah, you're in the early stages of menopause. And I was like, the day before my 37th, I was pretty horrified. Now, at this point, I had little awareness of really what menopause was or what to expect but I still felt really young now I didn't and I guess I got this story that I was going to go through early menopause and I wasn't planning to have any more children because it had been so complex having my all well all of my children were quite complicated one way or another but certainly my third pregnancy was when I became disabled and I knew that if I had another child that I would probably not be on my feet ever again little bit of me that probably wanted another one or wanted to have that option. So being told the night before my 37th birthday, I can remember some friends coming out for drinks on the next day and just over the table, just trying to be really blasé about it. Hey, I've just been told this and this sort of stunned silence around the table because I was so young. Now, as it was, what no doctor actually took the time to explain to me was that I wasn't going through menopause. I was entering perimenopause, which is the part that happens sometimes for 10 years before your periods stop. Uh, And officially, actually, you're in menopause when your periods have been completely stopped for at least 12 months. So I'm still in that perimenopausal state. And my hormones, you know, that's now, what are we, eight years after they told me that that's what I was in. So I began a really long journey to try and manage try and manage the migraines particularly. That was the presenting problem. And that has actually made me try all sorts of different modalities. I do believe that there is some, yes, there's some hormonal imbalance. Yes, there are sort of all probably other imbalances in my body. But I also do think that if you follow any Eve Louise Hayes work, any outer ailment that we have that's ongoing probably has some limiting belief or trauma attached to it. And so I have, investigated all sorts Um, and I'll be sharing quite a bit more of that and you know I know that when I have a migraine it does give me an ability to retract a little bit so there is a payoff to that right there is a payoff to the fact that instead of being busy 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 and doing everything for everyone suddenly I can't do those things so there is a payoff whether it's but that's not a conscious level at the time that's a deep subconscious thing so I've worked on this a lot Now, a few times I realised that, particularly probably about two and a half, three years ago, I realised that I'm getting a little bit more loopy here. I'm a lot more emotional. Something's shifting. Um, And I initially went to the doctor and the first thing they say is, let's get you on some antidepressants. And I just felt like, no, I don't. I'm not depressed. I don't want that to be the answer that you give me. That's not what's going on here. I'm emotional because there's some dysregulation. And I had to push quite hard for them to even take my blood, um, to take blood tests and things like that. And I didn't even know what I was supposed to be asking. And I felt quite unsupported, actually, by my doctor's surgery. I can't say by my doctor. I don't have one specific doctor. The trouble, as I'm sure it is in most of the countries, that mostly there's locums, there's even paramedics that you see instead of a doctor. And it's really hard to get an appointment. So I felt quite on my own with this. And a friend said to me, oh, my God, you've got to try HRT. You've got to do it. I'll put you in touch with a private clinic and you can go and talk to somebody. And, you know, I'd reached a point where I'm very lucky. I can afford to go and see a private consultant. But when I was at 37, I wouldn't have been able to afford that life. And our finances were really, really different. So there is real gratitude for what my business and building a profile enables me to do because it enables me to go to a private clinic should I need to. And when I first went to that clinic, they put me on... So the clinic is actually Newson Health Clinic that specialises in menopause treatment. They're based in Stratford-upon-Avon. They do a lot of their stuff online, but it is quite nice when um, I do have to drive very occasionally to Stratford because it is one of the coolest towns ever. And a younger part of me dreamt of working at the Royal Shakespeare Company. I have actually been on the stages there. Gosh, how long ago? A while ago now. But I never ended up being a paid performer there, which, you know, that's one thing I didn't quite tick off the list. But who knows? Maybe the universe will bring me that in some other way. But, it, you know, I get to have this sort of day trip out to Stratford. The Most of the sessions are online. And initially, I was prescribed, they kind of went, yeah, all your symptoms are classic perimenopause. Let's get those headaches under control. Let's get your emotions and the fact that you're crying a lot. Let's get the fact that you're getting angry pretty damn quickly. Let's get that under control. So I went on initially patches and I can't remember what they're called. I did, I did mean to kind of look them up, but I can't remember. And then you just sort of put them on your backside and they stay there like a, like a plaster really but i didn't really notice much difference i must have tested them for about 6 months and i thought no this isn't quite for me so i went back to them again and they ended up putting me on osteogel i've actually got i've actually got it here osteogel so this is one of the ones that i take and they tell me how many pumps that i'm supposed to take we started on a really low dosage and then to counteract that because that's the estrogen i also have to take some some of this Can you see that there? This one is called Utragestan and it is a type of progesterone. I can never say in any of these terms. So that's kind of balancing me out a little bit. And then again, when I was not very well about 18 months ago, again, I went back to them and I was like, look, my doctor is telling me that I should go on antidepressants because that's the standard GP. But I think that there's something else wrong. I want you to do more bloods for me and I want us to investigate if I'm on the right levels. So they ended up taking my bloods and that's how we discovered that I had a huge rather severe vitamin d deficiency which i know that i've talked about on here before but they also said well we actually think you're fine on the other dosages of the progesterone never know how to say it and the estrogen but you have a deficiency in testosterone in your body now i had no concept that i mean this is how naive i am i really wasn't concentrating in biology because all i was doing was learning my lines for the next script and play that i was doing in drama I had no concept that women need testosterone for many things in our body. And actually what they said to us in the private clinic was that the NHS actually doesn't support Testosterones that have been created specifically for women, which is pretty shocking. But through a private clinic, you can get hold of testosterones that have been developed, the creams have been developed in Australia actually, that are specifically designed for women. I don't know any more about what that means, but pretty much any private care that you go to for menopause will prescribe this and you get it privately, but you can't get it on the NHS. And that is actually called, it's called Androfem 1. I am going to just point out, I am not a medical doctor. I don't know all of the ins and outs. All I know is that having some of that has made a difference for me. Now, I've realised a few weeks ago that I was beginning... Actually, my husband my husband told me I was getting a little bit moodier and I was getting a little bit more tearful than I normally am. And the headaches said, they've never gone. They're more manageable than they were, but they still are there. But I feel much more on top of them. And I don't get sidetracked by the emotions quite so much. But my husband could see kind of sana, oh, do you think do you think it's Maybe time for another appointment. And in fact, a friend had said to me, Anna, if you listen to some of the things you're saying, it's maybe time to see about your levels again. And it's so important to have people who will mirror that back to you. Not from a judgmental place, not because they're telling you that you're being stupid or whatever, but just from that, we can see this in you. And I think people that are scared maybe to do that. So maybe empower your close friends and family to let you know if they or experience anything from you that's a little bit out of the norm. Now, that's not to say that with three children in the house, it isn't okay for me to lose my rag from time to time. But, you know, when I've got a few people around me saying, actually, Anna, go go get yourself checked. So that's me. And I did go for the next appointment. I've had my bloods redone and they've adjusted my levels again. And I've gone from being a really tearful emotional wreck to feeling back in control. Feeling back in control. So... This, I know, is going to be an ongoing process for me. Now, I'd heard before I went on HRT, I had a resistance to it because I'd heard of the horror stories of the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s. It was really linked to breast cancer. And actually, if you unpack and unravel that, it's really not as alarming as you would think. And of course, then I could make an informed decision rather than going off things that had been in the Daily Mail 20 odd years ago, for example. And for me, If there are ways that I can potentially bring my body back into balance, replace what is lost because that's what's happening with menopause. You suddenly don't have hormones that are essential for you. And that means that I can have increased vitality, more balanced emotion without taking something like an antidepressant. I have no issues with taking antidepressants. I'm just going to say that I just knew that that wasn't what was going on for me. Then why wouldn't I look at that? And I then did go and I could make an informed decision as to whether HRT was an option for me. And we will then, I get it reviewed every year. So I'm just sharing with you what's sort of gone on for me. Now, one of the benefits of having been on HRT was that around around when I was about 40, my skin started to feel, particularly on my face, started to feel really dry. And didn't matter how much moisturiser I put on, it just felt a little bit like crepey or thin. And I just sort of started to think, well, that must be just what happens when you get older, right? That's just older, older lady skin. And I'm not in my 20s anymore. So of course my skin's going to change. But what's happened over time, Alongside some other products that I use. And I was never big into products before at all. Like I didn't really buy into that whole beauty world. I think you can be conned out of. A lot of money if you, if you really are madly passionate about all the creams and lotions and potions. That wasn't ever me. But what's happened through taking the HRT is that my skin is literally like the softest and glowiest it's ever been. And actually, like, I know this sounds bizarre, but my skin always feels really nice to touch now. And my hands aren't as dry as they were. And I hadn't expected those benefits to happen. So I guess what I'm saying is that if you're experiencing symptoms where you're not quite yourself, maybe you're a little bit more emotional, maybe insomnia is creeping up for you, maybe you're getting headaches, maybe you're just a bit out of sorts, it might be worth investigating going and seeing someone who's a specialist in menopause. And that's not having to wait until your periods are irregular could just be because you just got to go and talk to someone and discuss those symptoms. Uh, It's been a game changer for me. And it's potentially going to be a rocky road for the next 5, 10 years, however long it takes me to get to the other side. I actually don't think I was necessarily in perimenopause when I was 37. I think that a doctor was very quick to just get me out of the, the waiting room, which is frustrating in itself, right? But I did have this story as well. So potentially I was, potentially I was looking for it because I'd expected that I would have early menopause. And I'm sharing this today, really, not to promote HRT, not to tell you the nitty gritty of everything going on in my personal life. But really because when I was listening to Davina, it made me think about, right, I do have I do have a platform. I do have this podcast. I've decided that I want to help anyone listening to improve their life in some way. And it might be that if you're a woman, you maybe need to go and get yourself checked or investigate it. And maybe this could be the thing that creeps you over the edge. If you are a man, well, look, 51% of the population is going to go through this. So you are going to know someone in your life who's going through it. And according to the stats in Novena's book, 75%, 75% of women who go through menopause are badly affected by it. Now, oh my God, I just want us all to have much happier, easier rides in our life. And if this podcast... And I'm not an expert and I'm not giving you any medical advice here. This can just get you thinking about why am I not coping with that thing going on in my business? Why am I not coping? Why am I a complete cow to my kids when they won't get in the car properly, fully dressed in the morning on the school run? Well... Maybe there's something more going on than it being a little bit of PMT, which again, I know I've said it in that voice, but that can be fairly disabling as well, limiting. So maybe if you are a man and you want to know more about it, or you are around someone who's potentially going through menopause, be a a woman or someone who is transgender, then find out because this is in our world. And I think the more people like Davina who are bringing our attention to something that affects so many people, it affects everyone, the better. So slightly different topic for me today. And I hope that it's just made you stop and think a little bit. That's really my wish for today. Over and out. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have got lots up our sleeve for Positively Influential with some live events coming your way soon. Make sure that you are on the wait list to find out exactly what we're up to at www.annapn.co forward slash events. So you make sure that you are in the room with us sucking up those vibes that are positively influential.